Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast inspired by Cool Games, Inc. I am one of your hosts, Blake Rea. And I'm your other host, AJ Hart. AJ! That's me. We've got a problem on our hands. What's the problem? Nintendo, the big Nintendo, you know, multi-million dollar multinational company, yes. is stealing from us. Well, it was only a matter of time before they did it. I know, they stole our bitch and ass cult uh, Animal Crossing idea, because you you and I got tweeted at so much this past week, <laughs> when I don't know if this was an actual thing, or somebody photoshopped it, where there was Tom uh, Tom Nook, or whatever his name is, right? Uh-huh. He's like, we have found a body. Is that photoshopped, or is that real? No, that's real. They stole from us. Yes, <laughs> they did. And here's the thing, like, of course it was going to be Nintendo that stole from us, right? Like, uh-huh. because we're cutting edge. We're like, we're we're young, we're, we're young, spry. We're hip, we are hip and with the times. With our powers combined, we are roughly equal to a small Reggie fils What? Reggie fils the old American Nintendo guy? The the biggest man in the gaming industry? No, I've never. I've he never, was the guy that I, the, said. Well, yeah, that's incorrect. I think the biggest man in in gaming history is uh, the guy who invented Zelda and Mario. You see, the joke there is that Reggie Fizeme is just a mountain of a man. Like, oh, he's like, is he bigger than Andre the Giant? You know that meme where like the really 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 big guy was like on the stage and he said, "My body is ready," and then he got onto the Wii Balance board. That was Reggie Fizeme. <laughs> The super, super giant, huge Nintendo man. God, I love that. And he left Nintendo, and Nintendo's been a smaller company ever since. Oh, because he literally took most of... Most of Nintendo with him, like stock wise, or like just body wise, just uh, size wise, he took all all that Nintendo away. Took away. All right, all right. Here's the problem. Uh huh. Again, our power roughly equates to a small Reggie Fizeme, (laughs) a normal sized (laughs) Reggie, a normal sized (laughs) Reggie (laughs) Fizeme. So, of course, they were going to steal from our energy and our ideas. For for those who don't know, uh, a few episodes back, we ended up making a game called Animal Crossing Discovery, which was like a regular-ass Animal Crossing game, but about uh, like a few weeks in, it turns out that the all of the animals are part of a cult called the, ha- the Cult of the Happy Moon. And if you aren't happy, they, they kill you, basically. And so somebody... The <laughs> there was like quite a few people. I know Gazer as well as... Uh, uh, some some new people were actually commenting on another person's thread. Yeah, some guy made a tweet like saying like, "Haha, what if you were playing Animal Crossing and then they killed you and your friends?" And then it we had out to be a cult. We we had a bunch of our followers that tweeted at him, being like, "Hey, that sounds like spiritual suck," and which was like super wholesome, by the way. Yeah, it was like really just being cool. like, "Oh, oh shit." Oh shit, people remember what we're doing? You guys aren't out there thinking about us, and that's bizarre to that's me. Weird me as like a twenty-four year old who's <laughs> broke or doing a nine to five job. That's so that that, that shatters <laughs> my little baby heart. <laughs> Thank you all so much for supporting us and spreading the word when you see opportunities like that. It means a whole lot to us. But you know what we do here, AJ? I guess we make ideas for Nintendo to steal. <laughs> So, you know how we sh- <laughs> Okay. Here, here, we take your here's, ideas, here's your gamer bit, ideas. And we turn them into the next big Nintendo game. Yeah. Basically. So, I uh, we take your lovely submissions from email, Reddit, sometimes YouTube. Uh, That's even not though, official channels. Even though you've yet to use one, even though we say we do. <laughs> you've used one once. Did I use one once? Yeah, that's what started this whole thing. Oh, uh, okay. Well, get off your high rocker, you, <laughs> your high horse or whatever. My high rocker. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so old in my big high rocker. You're so old, but you're so weird. With the times, AJ. You're so old, but, but you know the intricacies of the. Uh, have you seen the cross pollinization of the red of the uh, Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing communities over this past week? It is. Yeah, I don't know most... how you got here, but yes, I know that. With the times, I'm with the okay, times, AJ. You're with the times. You're only with the times because I'm young and hip, and I and I talk to you. That's true. Thank you. Thank <laughs> uh, you for bringing me up to the times, young blood. Yeah, which is funny because I only got on Twitter like a year ago. <laughs> you know what's crazy is like up until that moment you were on Twitter, but it was always accounts that I shared with you. Yeah, I shared the Fractoid Films account with you, which yeah. was an old YouTube channel that you and I ran together. Uh huh. I shared the Spiritual Successor account with you for a while, and then I was like, "Hey, Blake, my beautiful boy, I love you so much. You need to get your own Twitter account." And you know that moment, what which I'm sure you're well aware of, and we all are, is that moment when you send your child off to kindergarten for the first time or preschool and you watch them go into the real world and you're like they're gonna become a full person god i hope that you're good to the world and that the world is good to you back (laughs) that was the moment and feeling that i had when i saw a twitter notification saying blake raya at mr flannel has followed you and i thought 
Blake's out there, all on his own. Now I'm just sharing Doom Eternal art. <laughs> uh, but cir- circling back to to the thing is, uh, did you know that the Doom Eternal Reddit and the Animal Crossing Reddit are making fan art of the two fandoms together, being like, "We support you" because their games are coming out on the same day. Oh, that's so the like cutest they, shit. They have like um, Annie, her name's Annie, right? Isabel. Isabel. The little yellow dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, they're showing Isabel in like the Doom Marauder armor. <laughs> and I'm like, this is the most wholesome thing ever. But AJ, I have a submission that's a little bit relating to this, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. This one comes to us on Twitter from Melbent at Melbent SSB. A PvP Animal Crossing in which players take control of the animals to screw with the villager's town when they are away. <gasps> So you could <laughs> so you could do a thing where it's like uh my first question is is, is it just 1v1 or is it like a person oh you know be super cool I'm envisioning sort of like a dark soul system where uh-huh. like if you in your animal crossing village you've collected enough resources to grab the tormenting stone you can use the tormenting stone and invade a random person in the world's village. Oh, God. You then take control of... Um, a randomly selected villager. Yeah, I only know two villager names in uh-huh. all of Animal Crossing, and that is Isabel. I know three, actually. Look at me, real gamer. <laughs> Tom Nook and K.K. Slider. His name's K.K. Slider? Yeah, the is dog. Is he a DJ? Uh, I think he plays like a little ukulele. He fucking better, because that's a damn good MC name. So you take control of K.K. Slider, and you're like, I'm in. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play guitar in their in front of their house in I'm the gonna, middle of the night. I'm going to rack up noise complaints, uh-huh. and I'm going to pick every flower in this town. Is that important? Or are you going to like take every well, butterfly? I know, I know, like... It's just that you're going to make the town look like what the, the village builder... Uh-huh. doesn't want it to look like like okay. they put flowers in front of every house for a reason because oh, okay. it looks super cute and super welcoming and super wholesome uh-huh. now they got kk slider running around just like picking them blow, i'm taking the flowers blow, blow, no more flowers for you and then tom nook comes around he's like hey noise complaint again because this whole ass town is just so noisy and obnoxious <laughs> And so the mayor okay. comes back, and they're so like, how does, shit. How does that, uh, is there a, is it just an annoying thing, or is there something you're working towards? I think it's just an obnoxious thing, because I don't think that, like, Animal Crossing has, like, a big picture thing. Uh-huh, it's just, like, uh-huh. a fun sandbox game. You make your village look super fun and pretty and good. So, I think there should be some sort of versus thing. So, okay. So, like what do the, you get for tormenting somebody's well, town? I is think, that what you're proposing? Yes, that's what I'm proposing. I think it's, like, kind of a little open-worldy thing, where somebody can invade your game, and it'll give you a notification, like, Dark Souls-style, be like, somebody has invaded your game. And, and they have then to find out who it they is. They have to find out who it is, but yes. the person you teleport in as is randomly selected. It could be, um, and it could be Isabel. It could be KK Slider. It could be the Fox guy. It could be anybody. Okay. Okay. So, and then it could become like sort of an investigation thing, where it's like you have to figure out who it is, and you, if you catch them, maybe all of the stuff is reset. And it takes resources from there. <laughs> oh, no. H, 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 H. Okay. Here, here, here's this high risk, high reward thing. Okay. So you can invade other people's games and you can collect resources from their world that are dried up in yours. So, like, there might not be a lot of butterflies in, in your world. So you're going to go invade somebody else's. Okay. So then if you get caught, though, they actually take resources from your direct stock. So they collect everything that. They they get everything you collected, so it could be a thing oh, where okay. you get a reward for invading somebody's place and getting away safely. Um, but you can also you run the risk of like you lose everything, and this person's world that you invaded just gets everything in one go. Yeah, and so the longer, they don't need to put in the time to hunt down things. And the longer you're invaded, the bigger the rewards are that you're stealing. So like if mm-hmm. you're in there for two hours, all of a sudden every one butterfly you caught counts for three butterflies. Caught. Oh, holy shit! And if the person catches you, I love this like. Uh-huh. Cat and mouse, I'm going to hunt down who this invader is. I'm going to figure out who's being possessed by another player mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in my Animal Crossing town. Oh, my God. So that you can exercise them. Could you do a thing? Because I know like paying off your debt is like one of the big things in this game. Yeah, because you're always in debt to Tom Nook. Fuck capitalism, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, could you do a thing where like maybe you're, rank- you're racking up costs on their account to where they have to pay more? <laughs> so like... Well, that's what... Like if you ran around and like... If you did undo all of the flowers, maybe the mayor has to pay to get those flowers replaced, and then they 
rack up a bigger debt with Tom. No. Oh God! I so think I've never played you, Animal why would Crossing. You, I mean, hey, welcome to Spiritual Successor, where we guesstimate games and how they work, <laughs> and then make new games out of them. Welcome to my <laughs> Animal Crossing theory crafting <laughs> podcast, which is so funny because literally our three closest friends all play Animal Crossing like religiously. I'm probably gonna pick up this next one. You think so? Like, I yeah, just so that I can play it with somebody. I don't like those games where it's like that's why I could never get into Stardew Valley, mm-hmm. and like I can only play Minecraft so like rarely because it's just it's kind of aimless for me yeah that's fair you know but hey if it if it relaxes people it works so good to relax people mm-hmm. all right you have another game for me yeah i got one for you i got a submission here from philip at x-ray 950 philip suggests no game this week boys you're free to go all right bye everybody bye everybody <laughs> No, 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 no. Man, We're still going to give an hour worth of podcast. No, 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 AJ. We have to follow the submission to the letter. Read it to me again, please. No game this week, boys. All right. We're going to make a game that's not about gaming at all. You're so free you, to go. So, 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 so. That's the name of the game. You're free to go. So it's like it's a we 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 take a we take a little uh, a little uh, tactic out of Fallout seventy six's book. Okay. So we sell a case in the store, full sixty dollars, <laughs> and it's just <laughs> and it's we put out all these amazing like anonymous trailers for the game, and then when they open it, it's just the di- a paper cardboard disc that says you're free to go. For those who don't know, seventy six fucking did this where it was instead of a cardboard instead of an actual disc it was a cardboard disc with a qr code on it and it was the most i'm sorry a download code on it and it was the most buck wild what the fuck moment i think of 2019 in <laughs> terms of gaming you're right Th- that energy of no game this week you're free to go is <laughs> it is just an alternate cover for fallout 76 <laughs> <laughs> so there we go hey dude we're always gonna make a game out of it <laughs> give me another submission all right This one comes from, I'm not going to try to pronounce the name that they have listed on their Twitter account. Oh, okay. I think I know who you're talking about. But their handle is at Big Fat Nothing. Big Fat Nothing suggests an RPG where you can only perform any individual combat action once throughout the whole game. You know what? I think I've talked about him on the show before. Ever heard? I've told you about the show, the the YouTube channel Mitten Squad, right? No, what is this? So his whole channel is just about playing video games where he can only do certain. He can only do the game with a certain action. Like one of his more recent ones was, uh, I'm going to play Fallout Three, but never move the camera and see if I can beat the game. So like, I'm wondering okay. if it's in that same vein where like you can only turn the camera once, you can only fire your gun once, you can only punch attack once you can only cast this spell once or something like that you can still use the camera it's just the combat actions that you can only use once so you really? can only you, are use you telling gun. me you want, you want to make a game playable are you shitting me it, well, that's not what we're about <laughs> playable is a very strong word it will be super playable at the beginning but it's going to be like you can use gun one time and then after that you get into another combat and then it's like all right how are you going to fight this guy and it's like uh-huh. um you got to figure out what one move you can do. Punch? Uh, you can do two things here. One, I think it could be Mega Man thing where people are re- uh, can be one hit KO'd from one thing, but you don't know that. So you have to like, okay, for, you have eight bosses you got to deal with. You have eight powers. If you use one attack and it doesn't work, that obviously tells you they're not weak to that power. So you have to go through the game a bunch of times until you figure out okay. what eight attacks yes, yes, beat yes. what eight enemies. But also, you know what we should do to fuck with people? What? Um, the opening of the game is you have access to all these powers and there's no limitations on it. So yeah, it's like you can just the opening sequence yourself. is like, no, no, no. The opening sequence is, is like, you can have fun. Look at all these cool things you can do. Look at all these enemies. Oh, that was an amazing attack. I can't wait to use that a hundred million times in this game. And then the game actually begins. And then you can only use those cool ass things once. <laughs> what I'm also a little bit interested in, in like, okay, you played Vampire, 
Vampire. I don't know how you want to pronounce it. It was that game that had like the really, really cool dialogue system, yes. and then the combat blew big, nasty, yeah, gross I got, chunks. I got, I got stuck. Like I got to this point where literally I have to save somebody, but I am not high level enough to do it. And if I leave, this character dies, and that's an automatic game ending for me. So like I literally got stuck, and I was so upset because that game like aesthetically is really cool. It has like some downsides to the animations, but like the dialogue trees, amazing. Yeah. But please so, continue. I got on a weird yeah, tangent yeah, yeah. there. So like the core idea of what vampire was mm -hmm. is that how we're pronouncing it yeah i've always got called it vampire okay it was a playstation 4 game and it had these like really really expansive dialogue routes but kind of the way the game worked was you could start talking to somebody and you would have all these dialogue options but you would see that there were dialogues that like questions and there prompts were that were locked you, mm -hmm. your character did not have the knowledge to ask a character about this locked room or didn't know that this character knew somebody else to ask them about it's oh, so who, cool what do you, how do you feel about professor jimbo's they put like that's where all the time in that game was spent like honestly so what if it was a game like that that had these like really really rewarding dialogue options and the mm. combat really was like what you were saying like really really short really really quick really really simple mm -hmm. and you have to kind of like who done it decide like i have all these possible ways i can do a hurt mm -hmm. what is the one way i can do a hurt that will get me through a victory in this fight so if you you oh my god that's gonna be so fucked up because you can go because like the issue with the whole dialogue trees thing is there's a lot of investment and there's a lot of time yeah. in that so but say you fuck up on the first boss or like the fourth boss in you don't choose the right thing you got to do it all over again. You got to go through all of the dialogue. Yeah, you're, again. you're like, ah, oh, beans. I or used you gun can... when I was supposed to use nunchuck. <sighs> to make it a little now, bit. Now I'm never going to be able to use gun again for the rest of this game. You could make a, like, do a quick save thing where, like, anytime you unlock a chapter, you can always go back to the previous chapter or something. There will like that. be sca save scumming in this game for yeah. certain. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I could dig that. I could dig that. You want me to give you a game? Yeah. Give me another one. <laughs> I got a fun one for you, AJ. This one comes to us from Josh Shares at Josh Shares. Whatever game you would play this card in, there is no other Sonic stuff in this game. And this card is Amy kissing Sonic. And it's the Pokemon. It's a Pokemon backing. So, okay, picture a Pokemon card, but it's just a kind of a fan fiction-y uh, Amy and Sonic kissing. Uh, by the way, did you There's know two moves on this card. Did you? Sonic kiss you. Sonic kissed the opponent- Opposing Pokemon and it falls dead. And there's Amy's what? hammer. You killed the opponent's Pokemon. See, this so is... it just has two killing moves. Yeah. So <laughs> this card's busted, my man. <laughs> so did you know there is a crap ton of Sonic fanfic out there? What? Did you not know? Hold that? on, wait. Sonic the Hedgehog? Sonic the Hedgehog. People write fan fiction about Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah, they write fan fiction about him hooking up with Peach and Rosalina from the Mario series. So what? <laughs> See, that one broke you. <laughs> you were getting all sassy, and then it got weird. But why would people write... But why Sonic? Like, why would people write like funny fan fiction about Sonic? Apparently, he's fucky, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you cr AJ just cringed away from the mic up on hearing that. I love Sonic. Do you, do you I not, love Sonic the Hedgehog. Do you not look at Sonic the Hedgehog in his weird Cyclops eye and think, man, that's horny? Because I don't. <laughs> I don't either. But I, I've never understood people being so horny about Sonic characters. I mean, Knuckles is cool. And also, Rouge. Rouge. Oh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Rouge this is, is just a Rouge Pokemon card, by the way. Yeah, this is just a Pokemon. So a game that I we would this play up for a funny discussion and insight into our weird fanfic knowledges. But like a, a game that you would play that poke that Sonic card it's just Pokemon. in, Pokemon playing... that doesn't have any other Sonic would be Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> which I guess it... I've solved your Sonic riddle. <laughs> uh, hey Nintendo, I know you're listening in because obviously, but can you Sonic put in, in, Pokemon. in Pokemon in, the, in Pokemon the D, the coming DLC? <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of what I hate to go off topic, have you seen? Hey kids, it's me, Professor Oak. 
Have you seen have you seen his new design? Oh, mullet oak with yeah. the cool sunglasses and the long hair. Yo, he looks so dumb. You Hello, said, fellow teens. You, it is I. Here's the thing. It's so weird that you're like, oh, he looks so dumb. Because if you took that design uh-huh. and put it into a cyberpunk world, like if 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 Cyberpunk 2077 was like, check out our new NPC, this guy with a mullet, long hair, and green gl- sunglasses. Wow. You would be like, have you seen the new guy in Cyberpunk? You're, you're totally he right, but so that's not cool. the reality. <laughs> the context is he's in a kid's game where little monsters fight each other. If that and it's pro- weird. If that Professor Oak was in the Detective Pikachu movie, we would also have been like, oh, hell yeah, that's Professor Oak <laughs> in this cool cyberpunk lit cyber world with Pokemon. Pokemon in it. Here's the thing. We need to accept the fact. We need to accept the fact that Pokemon exists not only in a fantasy world where uh-huh. digital where uh, Pokemonsters exist, mm-hmm. but also in a cyberpunk dystopia. I, we need to accept this. I know we don't notice it because it's like, oh, it we've is, been to like Americana and we've been to Hawaii and yeah. we've been to Europe. Uh-huh. But we put existing animals into tiny little cyber orbs we have Uh kick-ass green sunglasses and public criminal organizations pokemon is a cyberpunk dystopia it's just mad max in disguise it just has a lot more nature than we would normally assume from the cyberpunk (laughs) dystopia okay actually would it be a utopia because it's like everything's good except for sick. healthcare is free. Yeah, maybe it is and a cyberpunk po- you don't have utopia. To pay, you don't have to pr- uh, pay to heal your Pokemon. There is a really bad problem with inflation though, because I beat a little like toddler in a Pokemon battle, and he's like, "Here's a, ho- a one thousand two hundred and eighty-seven Poke dollars." And he knew what he was getting into. That's <laughs> maybe it is a utopia though. Again, because it's not inflation; it's just that like everybody has that much net worth. AJ, how many people? are just goofing off in that universe. Like, none of them have... Like, most of the people you meet on routes don't have jobs. The only jobs I've seen are, They're just there either like, surfing or hiking or, like... Most people are exploring and traveling. Yeah, only jobs I can remember seeing is, like, construction, doctor, doctor police... Scientist. Like, Pokemon Scientist researcher. and researcher. sailor. Was there a sailor? Yeah, there's sailors. Oh, there's no, also, those there's might also, be hobbyists. There's also... like Yeah, you're right. They could just be doing it just to do it. There also could be, like... The, I mean, they go under the scientist category, like the people who study the fossils and things like that. Yeah, that's a scientist still. Interesting. I've how never seen like a here? worker. How did we get here from Sonic kissing Amy? Uh, you wanted to talk about <laughs> Professor Oak's cool new design. I don't know what prompted you into that. <laughs> you want to give me a game submission to get us back on track? I don't know, because I kind of want to talk about more <laughs> of the cyberpunk utopia that Pokemon exists I mean, in. we could just exist. It just, it, we just let it, let it breathe. And then there we go. All right, I have a video game for you. All right, tell me about it. Titanic, the movie, the visual novel, but has an unexpected twist two-thirds of the way in. Um, It turns into a rhythm game because it's... No, 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 no. Not mechanically, not mechanically, not mechanically. Oh, you mean story-wise? Narratively, there's a twist in the Titanic. (sighs) But I had such a good rhythm game idea. But here's what I want to... You remember... Can I pitch it? Can I pitch it? Can I pitch it? Can I pitch it? I'm you're gonna like to it. the you're idea of like a it. Titanic gonna... visual novel with a rhythm. It's a rhythm game it's a, it's element. A, it's a rhythm game with a time, um, with a limited amount of time. So you don't know, like there's that scene in the movie that's really depressing where all the people, like the orchestra people, are like, "It's been a good one, boy. It's been a pleasure playing with you, boys." And then they play this sad ass song as the waves are encroaching them. Yeah. It's a rhythm game. It's like you have an hour to do the best solo you ever could possibly ever do. And whoever racks up points at the end of the hour, <laughs> it wins. So it's a, it's an endurance test as it is is a point building test. So you're going through like a whole, and you can pick the album. You're like, hey guys, let's play Queen, Bo- the Bohemian Rhapsody album, or I think a, a Night at the Opera is the name of the album. We're gonna play that whole fucking album in this hour, and whoever racks up the most points at the end of this hour is the winner. And then people are screaming, and and tragedy is happening around you. Okay. Here's what I want to propose for uh-huh. this game, because I, I love the idea that there's a music-based element to this visual novel. Mm-hmm. How familiar are you with the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I know there's a big 20-minute conversation about uh, about sex, and everybody likes the dance scene, and it's really stroking itself. I don't remember a dance scene in yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, we're, um, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm forgetting her name. She's a great actress. Uh... The, the woman who plays Harley Quinn. Margot Robbie? Yeah. Isn't there like a dance sequence with Margot Robbie? 
I have never seen the movie, so you want to take this bit from the top? Yeah, I'll go ahead and take you for, take it. Here's here's what I want to point out. Uh-huh. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, spoiler alert for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's an AU. Mm-hmm. It's an alternate universe uh-huh. of history. As ob- obviously? <laughs> no, but like, here's the thing. Okay, so there was this guy, like the Charles Manson murders happened with like the Charles Manson family. We yeah. all know that this happened historically. Uh-huh. We know that like that guy and some of his followers murdered some lady and her husband. Yes, famous actress. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is about these two guys that exist, that their existence, just the fact that they exist, changed history and made it so that the Charles Manson murders broke into their house instead. They kicked their asses and that horrible murder never happened. That's the plot twist to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't like that. No, I think that's really kind of shitting on. It's really uncomfortable that that Quentin Tarantino wrote a historically accurate film, kind of, except that he created unique characters that were just so cool and awesome. Yeah, like they made a historically tragic event never happen. Like, yeah, it's like you're taking a fucking an awful thing, and it's like, hey, look at these two muscle bound bro stuntmen as they beat the shit out of these Manson murderer (laughs) people. If the super that that's dumb as fuck. If the super cool people that I envisioned in my head existed, that wouldn't have happened. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so how does that relate to your Titanic game? Okay, so. So here's what I'm thinking for our one, our Titanic movie. I want to take the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood thing. I want to create a, a pair of AU characters, unique characters that definitely weren't there in the Titanic, uh-huh. but them existing and just being so super cool and good at music will save the Titanic and everybody on board. Okay. Do you, are we going to do an alternate universe where there's a little bit of magic involved? Nope. It's just like common life, common normal thing. It, people will be confused at first because they would think like oh it's just a titanic visual novel that seems Uh in bad taste Uh and in reality they meet doug 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 duggins here hold on i have it sorry i couldn't think of a cool name can you help me out i have an npc book behind me one second oh yeah grab your npc book and help me create two super cool people that's not good one give me the name Gabby from Pasadena Smith. Okay, Gabby Pasadena and, and Valero Valerian. And Valero Valerian. So Gabby Pasadena and Valero Valerian are two musicians that exist and they're just so fucking good at music and being good at music and just so good at music and doing good <laughs> stuff and they're both super cool and super ripped and if they ever got into a fight with Bruce Lee they would definitely kick his ass. Uh, uh, <laughs> so they exist on the Titanic. Is this in bad taste? It will be in bad taste. I don't know if I want to continue this But what I'm this saying bit. is that we're going to create two characters that are just so cool they stop the Titanic from ever getting into an accident. Okay. Just I don't, like Once I, Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't know if I'm really passionate about this one, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, give me another game idea. Okay. All right, I got one for you from Twitter. Hit this me. One, this one comes to us from Kelly Wallace at Kelly Wallace. Uh, sorry, Kelly L. Wallace. A game where you try to make it to the top of YouTube. Do you take the kids programming route, the let's play route, maybe a sketch route, start some controversy and see if you can get your subs, or try to go viral? AJ, you know what content I am deeply passionate about and wish I could make more of? Short films. And I'm totally serious. I mean, short films on I, YouTube, <laughs> 10 minute short films. You and I spent four years creating short films together, Blake Ray. I know this about you. <laughs> Yes, that is the, that is the real thing I want to do. But you don't want to know the totally serious thing I'm about doing. Spider Man Elsa. I want to make the next. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make the next Johnny Johnny. I want to make some. <laughs> I want to make some cheesy 3D animation stuff. So this is a game where it's like it's like Dreams. Actually, the dream the Dreams just came out. So we're gonna do a thing. Okay, how is this like Dreams? So we call it we call it viral is the name of the game. Okay. And basically when you log on, there's a bunch of different options where you can be like, I wanna make a variety show thing. I wanna make a, a, a an unboxing or a kid thing. So then depending on which thing you choose, you can use your PS like controllers and then you can either you can do an unboxing live on camera, or if you're doing a variety show, it'll turn on your webcam and you actually shoot a variety show that uploads to the game. From your house, and then it'll upload to the uh, viral YouTube channel, and we can collect in on the money that they, you know, bring us. Okay, this sounds more like a simulation than it does like a a uh... simulations or games. That's fair. So you're proposing less of a game where you get to mechanically control how you grow up to the top, and more of mm-hmm. like a 
you can feel what it's like to do an unboxing channel. Yeah, basically. By just using the PlayStation Move controllers. Yeah, and, then it and, give, and it gives you like, and if we could take the Lego route. Did you know the cool thing at, at Lego stores is you can bring a box to a camera and it'll build that thing in front of you? What? Yeah, you don't know about that? No. So like you can bring like the most expensive, like the coolest, like all of Hogwarts or whatever. You lay the box flat in front of a camera that has a monitor below it. And on the monitor, it'll build up the whole thing on the box as if it were a table. Like the Lego video game? Like, just watch the, all the little things click into the right place? Yeah. Yeah, it'll, like, it'll spawn That's in, so and you can, like, cool. see, like, um, like the like the, pl- uh, the characters and stuff moving around or going in loops. Or, like, you could see the dragon flying around the Hogwarts Tower and other really cool things. So you could do something like, like that, where it's, like, you you log in, and then you it'll scan like the latest toys or something like that. Okay. And you'll be able to unbox the toys. <laughs> so then you can be, I love you can this feel dystopia like you own things. Yes, that's, that's what I was going to say. I love this dystopia that you've created. Pay where $60 it's not, to it's feel not, like you own things. Yeah, it's not owning Optimus Prime that's going to make me feel really good about owning the new line of Transformers toys. I just want the rush of taking Optimus Prime out of the box. You know what we nail, though? Like we put like thousands of dollars into development for? The audio. No. I want it to sound so good when I'm taking Optimus Prime out of this box. I want, I, okay, so leaning into that, the audio, but the, also that those little micro vibrations in the controller. Oh, we just do it where, for Switch. Where you are peeling the, the stickies off uh-huh. and like the sound, like that. <laughs> like just it's it's prime, like $100,000 went into the development of that. We use the Switch's uh, Vibration Plus. I uh-huh. forget what their super cool fancy HD rumble. Mm-hmm. We use the Switch's HD high definition rumble, rumble. It's high definition. You can feel. Yeah. Is that how they pitch it? Yes. That's dumb. <laughs> yeah. They say that like there's some game where you can like rotate a box and you can feel how many marbles would be in the box. Okay, that's pretty cool though. I've I say. not played a game that actually has the HD rumble. I also know that there was a Senran Kagura game that used the HD rumble to simulate what it would be like to touch a booby. Hey, I hate that. Yeah. Why I... do people do these things? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Switch is a weird device, and I've never quite known what the hell to make of the digital marketplace on that bad it's my boy. Indie, it's my indie machine. I play all of my indies on it. Like, that's it's just such a good platform for Hey, that. what was the submission here? We have to create a YouTube channel. Or, like, we have to create a game about becoming the bit next big YouTube star. So, if we're doing a dream sort of method, where it is, like, the motion controller thingies, um, you are simulating an unboxing. That's uh-huh. one of the games. You simulate you can, a Let's Play. You, <laughs> it gives you... It puts you, well, the simulating on, a, it puts a Let's you play. on a couch and that's playing a game within the game. Yeah, simulating and it's just a like, Let's and it's Play. Just, Dumbass, like, um, this is for the Switch, right? Yeah. You're just playing the classic stuff, like all of their classic Atari and uh, NES hits. Well, so what you're if playing it was, ice hockey. What if it was like a WarioWare? Like, when you were be- oh. when you were simulating a Let's Play, it was just like little WarioWare games, like Pick Nose, Step on Ant. I'm so happy you remember the Pick Nose game, because that game st- has stuck with me all of my life. If none of you have ever seen this, you play a spaceship that is two fingers trying to space beat up a, a big old nose but you yeah. have to like get it, align it just right to where your two fingers get in the nose and then a big explosion happens you know what's really bizarre to me uh-huh we haven't gotten a WarioWare game for the switch nobody cares about wario what are you talking about yeah i know nobody cares nobody's about wario. cared about wario since the game boy and that's like early 2000s no there was WarioWare games for the wii there were wario games and for i the think wii? there was a WarioWare game for the wii u and i know there was a wario game for the ds Ah, uh, I it might just be that they just don't care about it. This sucks. The Switch is such a good device for a WarioWare game. That would be pretty fun. Like, well, you could just play uh Mom Hid My DS or that other weird find'em game that's kind of war where But that's not WarioWare. I need a game that's just like a like a horribly large amount of mini games. Okay, so if we circle back to this, so maybe say we drop the the weird VR simulation thing. So each YouTube thing is a WarioWare style game. Oh fuck. Okay. So e- okay, let's just start with a simple one. What so, is the so let's play? So the concept really quick is like Wario wants to be the next, the next YouTube, YouTube <laughs> sensation. He's like, <laughs> I'm sick of game design. I'm gonna be a YouTube star. 
and but he never Actually, really you know figures what? out what kind of channel he wants to make. Can I can I throw so, in a like, little wrench? Rather than a bunch of mini games that are like, oh, here are the games that WarioWare game developers made. It's like the all every mini game is a different type of YouTuber. Hey Jay, let me let me give you a little pitch really quick. I don't think Wario should star in this. You know why? He's already made it. He's in Smash. You know who isn't in Smash? Waluigi needs to build up his YouTube marketing campaign to get himself into Smash. He needs to go so viral on YouTube to where he is trending on all social media platforms, and then Nintendo has to listen. <laughs> so this is Waluigi. He's like, because I don't know if he's very creative, so he's like, yes, I'll call it Waluigi Wear. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so, what is Waluigi's like, uh, like mini games? <laughs> so, well, I think it's the same basic stuff. Yeah, it, it's like if he does like an unboxing video, then like the mini game is like you have to take the Joy Cons, open the box, dig your hands in, and like, and it's all physics based. Yeah. Like all the like all the uh, poppy, uh, the uh, what do they call them? Kernels, like the packing peanuts. Yeah, packing. They peanuts. just like fall out of the box. Yeah, and, it's, and like, you have really to like cute. take something out of the box fast <gasps> enough. The, ah! the idea is not so much that Waluigi is trying to. He's not trying to make good videos. He's trying to make <laughs> as many videos as oh, possible. Oh, he's one of those quickly. YouTubers. And so that's <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's that's how mechanically this would yeah. work. This is why it's like a bunch of tiny mini games back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like do an <gasps> unboxing video. Open the flaps, reach in, grab. You something know what he's out, unboxing? Boom! Onto the next level. He's unboxing Amiibos. Yes, it like could be little, an Amiibo, like, or it could all be Nintendo like a merch or whatever. Yeah, it'll <laughs> always be a different thing, so that the mini game feels a little bit different. Oh, every you know, time. be super cool. As you grow as a YouTuber, you get better equipment, and then you can turn those into unboxing videos. So, well, like, hey, you just upgraded your webcam for all your Let's Play stuff. Now I'm going to make an unboxing video about that. Okay, I see what you mean. So, like, because mm-hmm. that's what a lot of people do. Every that's now what a lot and of again, reviewers you, do. Okay, here's how it'll work then. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's think about some other mini games. But I love this idea that, like, for the for the story, right? There's mm-hmm. like 20 or some odd mini games, and there will always be more adding on. Mm-hmm. But as you progress in the game and do those mini games fast enough or mm-hmm. quick enough, mm-hmm. there's a there's a counter on the right side of the game or the right side of the main menu that is Waluigi's subscriber count. Mm-hmm. The higher his subscriber count gets, mm-hmm. the more dangerous and difficult the mini games become. Oh. So, like, let's use the nose picker game as an example from the old WarioWare game, right? Uh-huh, the uh-huh. nose picker game, you had like. Two hands that would be swiping left to right on the bottom, and you had to time it right so that you could like press A or whatever, and then the fingers would go up and pick the nose. Yes. At, God, the Warrior Square games were cool. <laughs> at, at like two subscribers, mm-hmm. it's really easy to get those fingers up in that nostril. So they just it increases at the difficulty. Two thousand subscribers or mm-hmm. twenty million subscribers. Let's say he's getting like, to a million. That's like yeah, our goal is a million. At what? At like five k. Then mm-hmm. like maybe the the fingers move faster and also the nose is moving left to right and you have to time mm-hmm. it correctly so that the hand will get up in time mm-hmm. or the, and as you get like say nine hundred thousand or you're getting towards like towards the million now there's obstacles in the way that yes. you have to like keep in and you have to time it just right but also avoid hitting a bird flying through the way yes or yes, something yes. like that and like other mini games would be like oh he wants to be a vlogger then maybe the mm-hmm. vlogger um video is like you have to take the two joy cons and put them up and like find something to look at that's good to look at in like an image mm-hmm. you have to find the waluigi that's in like a where's waldo thing and like you have to move the joy con <gasps> oh, around in 3d that's super space cool. or it could be like you are you are the cameraman for waluigi while he's doing a vlog yes and like you can also maybe do um collabs or something like once you get to certain subscribers you can you unlock collaborations like you can collab with uh, Princess Peach's cooking show or something yes and then you get that's how you would unlock new mini games right mm-hmm, so like at mm-hmm. a certain point you would unlock the ability to collab with Mario mm-hmm. and then the game that's instead like, of the, like right before the million I yeah think. and so like right instead of doing a mini game where you have to like move the joy cons around in 3d space maybe it turns into like a little micro platformer that you have to be really good oh, at that's like, super cute I just want like tons and tons of little tiny micro games like mm-hmm, I love mm-hmm. the idea that you had the like Maybe once you start collaborating with Peach, you have mm-hmm. to do like little like cooking mama challenges. <gasps> oh, or that's super cool. Maybe you can start collaborating with Donkey Kong and the Donkey mm-hmm. Kong challenge. It's a rhythm game. Well, the Donkey Kong challenges I think would be like um Oh, like oh. a Ring Fit adventure like you have to do a workout to about, do a collab with Donkey Kong. How about how about this? Each route you go has different collaborators. So like if you want to make an unboxing thing that has 
certain only certain people make that channel. But say you want to make a channel that's all about music, which is all about it's a rhythm I don't know gaming if you thing. Get to choose, mm-hmm. I think it like it always is going to be random mini games because that's just the kind of YouTuber Waluigi is. He's oh, desperate to keep pumping out content. He's like. I don't want to do just one thing. I'm going to make the ultimate YouTube channel. Exactly. Yes, yes, okay, yes. Sweet. He's going to be the greatest YouTube channel because he's going to do it all, <laughs> all of it, all the time. <laughs> They'll see. They'll see. I want to put a pin in this. Okay. I love Waluigi <laughs> where the YouTube growing mini game extraordinary. I'm, I'm happy we found our way back to that one because we did get lost a little bit we in the weeds. got very lost. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Kelly. Give me another game, AJ. So this submission that I've got comes from the spiritual successor Reddit, spiritual underscore, and this comes from Too Many Bees. Too Many Bees suggests an infographic. Commit crimes to become bigger, more powerful, and create bigger, more powerful crimes. <laughs> the graphic for this is just a burglar getting height-wise taller and taller with the crimes they do. Yes. So I like this. Is there crimes that only tall people can do? Well, there's crimes that only tiny people can do. Uh-huh. Follow it. Follow me. Follow me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mystical World of Eddie, Thumbelina. Oh, so they're getting Indian like... in the cupboard. So they, they can. They're the only kinds of people that can do tiny thefts. Okay. The more, but t- they can, but they can only steal so much because they're so tiny, though. But they get bigger. Uh-huh. They keep stealing things and retrieving it back to their tiny cupboard layer. Uh huh. They get a little bit bigger. They mm-hmm. go out again. They steal maybe, maybe the first time out they're only able to steal like a like a thumb. What's that thing that goes on your thumb so you don't hurt yourself when you sell? A th- thimble. A thimble. Yes. I was gonna say thumbnail, but I'm like. No, 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 no. <laughs> when you start the game, you can only go out and get a thumbnail, but maybe like a couple games. <laughs> you said it. You said thumbnail. <laughs> See, it's so fucking easy, isn't it? You can only go get a thimble at first. There you go. Then maybe like a couple hours into the game, you can go out and you can steal a whole ass ketchup bottle. Take that, big giant person. And then you keep getting bigger. Uh-huh. And you're like, I bet you I can lift and steal this whole chair now. So is this the just... whole chair is mine to the to come with me to the horrible mittens place, the oh. place where I keep all the mittens. <laughs> the, so this is just a um, what's that? What's what's that term for like a story that has meaning? Like it's trying to tell you like a a uh, like a tale, like a fantasy, like classic fantasy tales. Yeah. Like don't steal, don't lie, that whole thing. So it's is it one of those for just like if you steal, it's gonna get harder and harder and you're gonna get addicted to the rush and then one day you're just gonna implode, basically. No, I don't wanna teach a lesson here. I just want the rush of being able I want the rush of the escalation of stealing bigger and bigger things. Because like sometimes just that, that rush is all you need, right? Like look at Katamari Domnesty. Yeah. That game's all about the rush of like I bet you I'm big enough I can swallow up a whole cat now. Yeah, you're right. And then like two hours later, you're like, you know what? I might be big enough. I bet you I can take a whole dude. I used (laughs) to not be able to take a (laughs) cat. I used to, I just took a cat before, but now I bet you I could take a whole person. You know what would be cool though? Like in terms of the story, like at that beat where they're like, I can steal a whole person. (laughs) Um, Then after that happens, it becomes like this weird drama game where like you have to avoid the police and like (laughs) then you also have to steal. You have to avoid the police until you're big enough to steal the police. (laughs) Okay. What happens to that guy? Like is in the Katamari thing. they're stolen and taken back to the lair. Yeah, because in Katamari, I get what it's about. They become part of the big ball that becomes a star. Yeah, they launch them into space and kill them all. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Um, What happens to the things you collect in this game? We don't need to worry about that. They just go to. They just disappear. They have a good times in the mittens place. Oh my god! I was picturing he eats them because that's how he gets bigger. No, because what I want is that that rush of going out like mission based like. I'm going out to steal this, and then I'm going to bring it back. Okay. I'm going to go out and steal the fridge, and then I'm going to bring it back. But how do they get bigger? Like, I feel like like putting two and two together, he eats them. (laughs) Like, that's just the the thing that makes sense to me. Uh, I'll tell you this much. Okay. We'll never say what happens, but when you get back to your lair, Mm -hmm. there's like a little jingle that's like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, you did it. And then, like, when the experience would go up, you hear... Okay. 
We never say that he eats anything or See, anybody. That's gonna get that's gonna get dark when it goes to like he brings the guy that he kidnapped into there. He's top 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 Congrats! You played the game. It needs to be playful. It can't be like horrible and grizzly. Oh, you're a coward. You should lean into it. Because like the gameplay sounds really fun and cartoony. It should be just like there's just that little little like it's it's fun 99% of the time but at the end of every level it's just like I'll tell you this this mashing teeth maybe and it gross. gets it gets crunchier as the game goes on crunch i love so it so that like maybe at the beginning it's just like crunch 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 and then by the end game it's it's like golem eating so a fish but it's so light it's Sweet. so it's such a slight change level to level to level that you uh-huh. almost miss it uh-huh. and then you get to the end of the game and you're like it's weird. I don't remember this much gnashing when I was a little when I was a oh, little it's like Arietti. Grad, it's gradual to where it's, it's like very gradual. And then at the end of the game, it's like uh Crunch. What is what is the game working to? What is he what is his ultimate stealing? I think stealing the universe, obviously. Yeah, is like I think the it's big he just is going until he can steal a whole planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just keep on going and keep on getting bigger and doing bigger thefts mm-hmm. until you've stolen the entire world. Okay, I could like that. And then the 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 sequel to this game is like they've moved on to an alien planet and are stealing things there. Yes. Okay. Okay, I like this. All right, let's do some lightning round things, and then we're gonna go into our boss fight. All right, shoot me a lightning round. This one comes to us from Erica Chappelle's uh, wrist drew to. Oh, I I I got cut off, but it's at open underscore sketchbook. A surgeon, a surgeon simulator game, but it's the year two thousand two, and you're doing tech supports on your boomer parents' virus-ridden PC. <laughs> I like this if you do because like surgeon simulator is like kind of like you have to just. It's not really precise. You're just kind of ramming things. Yeah, you have and fingers and really clunky controls to press the or to grab the right tools. So you are like the one tech person in the family, and uh-huh. you have one hand to work with. So it's kind of like job simulator thing where you can reach out, pull things, grab things, put things elsewhere. So like the the opening of the game is like you're at a table that you can like spin around, and you have one PC ridden uh of like a virus. Uh, PC. Okay. What you actually have to do is like you can mess with the keyboard, but you actually have to turn the PC around, open the backing, and there's a, like a physical virus in there, like pulsating bacteria virus. I love the idea that there's a level where it's like that. Yeah. But I want to do like other levels where it is just like really, really clunky. Replace controls, the RAM. Replace the RAM. Yeah. Uninstall get, blank. Get a screwdriver, unscrew like this specific thing. Yeah. And it's just excruciatingly like. Like it's precise, but the controls to do it are clunky as well. Yeah, fuck. it's Surgeon Simulator controls. This oh is maybe God. an expansion for Surgeon Simulator. No, this is our own I this is our own IP, man. We gotta steal it. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lightning round for you. Go ahead. Fire Emblem Full Houses. Fire Emblem, but every character is from the sitcom Full House. Uh this is on our Reddit. This is from Gray Zephyr eighty seven. You are more familiar with uh Fire Emblem than I am. I'm also I, well, I hope that you're also more knowledgeable about Full House than I am. The only thing I know about Full House, and maybe this can apply to our game, they re- they recently rebooted it, right? Yeah, I think the two houses should be, it's the original Full House team versus the new Full House team. But some of those people are the same, right? Like Uncle a, Joey lives weird, in both there's houses. There's a weird time mash thing where they're coming from different dimensions. Like time has become like an illusion, and then like they both exist, both kingdoms Full House Kingdoms exist in the same realm. Okay, so it's like a it's like a family management system. Like uh-huh. there's an RPG element where you can make the two ti- two homes fight there each other. Better not be any romance because I know that's like one of the big appeals of, of Fire Emblem. Better not be any romance in this, AJ. I'm gonna home wreck. I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna. They're kiss related. Uncle... They're no, related. I'm not a member of their family. I'm a f- neighbor that has come in to meet the Full House, and I can't make the Full oh. House people date each other. That'd be weird. Okay. I'm just saying that I'm gonna go in and hit on Uncle Joey because he's good at music, and I think he had a mullet in the old seasons. <laughs> It was cool back then. <laughs> oh my god! A little side story. You know, speaking of mullets, I'm watching. I was rewatching the 1990s Stephen King like TV series. Uh-huh. Bill Denborough, you know the cool little kid uh, that, that is dealing with the stutter. Hell, so hell yeah, fu- I know Bill Denborough. He's a fucking mullet, and he's like doing giving me this deep emotional scene of like my brother they died, and then he turns his head dramatically, and I just see his mullet tail swing behind him. All right, I, here's listen up. <laughs> we need to stop talking shit about mullets. Wait, do you like mullets? 
AJ, do you like mullets? I'm concerned that like as AJ, far as you like, have the hair to do it, and that worries me. Here's what I'm going to say. I think that as far as dramatic effect goes, <laughs> mullets maybe have the highest potential for emotional and dramatic effect because what? because they're business in the front, right? And so like you can take something that somebody like so long as you don't see the back half of their head, you can take something that somebody with a mullet says seriously because they have a professional business from the front. But if there's a little bit of wind, maybe a gust, maybe it's an emotional scene, the back of their head just I know. whoosh, big, beautiful locks everywhere. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, that doesn't sound it right. It sounds terrible. Hey, you know who has a business in the front, party in the back, and creates some of the most most meaningful and deep dialogue? Who? Snake. Snake does have a mullet. Snake like, has a mullet. I can... Business in the front, party in the back. Here's and the... when he means something and he feels something, you watch his hair flow in the wind like AJ, the dramatic AJ, 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 AJ. mane that it needs AJ, to be. No, 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 no. You knew to address what people are actually talking about with Metal Gear. Nobody looks at his fucking hair. <laughs> Everyone looks at his Everybody's big, dummy, thick at his ass. Fucking, his dummy, thick ass. Nobody gives a shit. If you had an ass that thick, nobody would care what's but on your head. my ass isn't going to flow in the wind. <laughs> I mean, it can if you work at it, I guess. <laughs> You've never had a Gus take your cheeks and just... Here's another character that we need to take seriously because they have a kick-ass mullet. Professor Oak now. (laughs) Nice callback, I guess. That just adds to the reason why I think he's wonky. You just think he's wonky because you don't understand that Pokemon's a cyberpunk utopia. It's okay. I thought I fixed that. All right. Do you have have another one? And do you have one more lightning round? Did I give that one or did you give that one? I gave that one. I do have one. Hit me. So this is our. La- I think this is going to be our last lightning round. Then we'll yeah. jump in. This one just come uh, comes to us from Twitter. I am not witty enough for a funny name at ARP ten thirty three. You are a duck who is stealing money, taking jobs, and committing murder so that you can knock over the world's largest, most secure bakery in the world and gorge yourself. Name of the game: Get that bread. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's just kind of like it's like it's like a uh, goose goose game. But a lot more dramatic because you yeah. are going to do a murder. So maybe this is a okay. This is a world where gooses are the are the dominant species on the planet. So okay. it's like it's like a, a metrop- thousand years in the future after the <laughs> untitled goose game has happened and it uh-huh. was canon and he was the progenitor of the goose uprising. So it's like basically it's just uh, Planet of the Apes, like a whole plan- <laughs> <laughs> planet, planet of the gooses. Of the, planet of the gooses has happened. You are a duck uh-huh. and you are sick. Uh-huh. Of the gooses treating you ducks like shit all the time. Oh my god. You are they just think they're as so powerful. elitist. They're you so are... they have teeth, but you're like you could be like, fuck that. You know, they don't even brush them, exactly. so who gives a you shit? You are just as much a waterfowl as them. <laughs> and it's you up and that we damn call it? birds and the waterfowls. I think that's so We fuck... call all birds fouls. I think that's fucked Chickens up. Chickens are foul too. Chicken that's fucked up. They're that's... cool. They're pretty. Sorry, I like birds. <laughs> Go ahead. And you're gonna prove to these goose. Uh-huh. These geese, sorry, These <laughs> that Man, you ducks are hard. can fucks, <laughs> and you're going to attack all of them. Can fucks doesn't mean it means something entirely different. All right, do you have a cooler, a can, better tagline for me? Can then? beat the sh- oh oh, you're trying to do like ducks can. Yeah, fucks. I was trying to do like a tagline. Do you got one for uh, me? Ducks can puck, like puck their faces. Time to pay the bill. Oh, there you go. All there right, you, there we go. So, okay, actually, here's our thing. This is like ta- this is an '80s action game. Yeah, <laughs> where this duck gives Bill <laughs> gives bird themed puns. He's like, after he kills somebody, he's like, something smells foul in here. <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is the can Far we, Cry Dragon we, Blood we, of the Goose Game. Can we please do more bird puns? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I'm just winging it. <laughs> <laughs> You've killed hundreds of people. <laughs> just slide me the bill and I'll be out of your hair. How are you so used to hacking? Well, I'm used to walking on a web. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. It's just a bird it's just a bird fun podcast now. <laughs> That's it. I don't have any d- other bird puns. I don't either, but man, I, I wish I could sit in that world forever. Yeah. <laughs> All right, do we want to go into our boss fight? Let's talk a little bit more about the Nug. Do we want to talk about some other vlogging, like short channels that. So we are. Our Nug is definitely Waluigi, Waluigi where okay. the YouTube extraordinaire you, to you, be. You, oh, 
YouTube, I'm sorry, Waluigi Wear going viral. Waluigi Wear going viral is very good. Sweet. So let's talk a little bit more about, um, okay, so we, we figured out we the unboxing. We know what vlogging would be. Figured we know what vlogging. unboxing would be. We know cooking channel. We know what is, workout videos. What, is, what does the Let's Play stuff look like? Are you just playing? I think games the let's play the, the let's play thing would be our excuse to recycle every mm-hmm. single game that was given to us by the previous WarioWare games. Mm-hmm. So that one's done. But for it just us. has Waluigi uh, uh, sound effects in it. Yeah, it's just like retextured really badly on the screen. It would be cropped in a little bit, <gasps> and you would see Waluigi in the corner for that. Oh my section. god, AJ, this is actually a really good idea. You know why? Because, because we, I we said can, it. We can, fuck you. <laughs> we, we can market it as like, yeah, this is going to be its own game, but it's also a remaster of every single WarioWare yes. game that came out. So like Nintendo would be like, I'm all over that. Oh, yeah. yeah I play oh, the yeah, shit I'm out of that. that. That's how Nintendo talks. That is. We're going to sh- we're gonna steal the game. We're going to steal another kick-ass idea from sp- those spiritual suck boys. <laughs> you, I bet you that idea was like in the works way before our fucking episode even dropped. The idea of putting a cemetery in... Yeah, oh yeah. Crossing. Like I totally... <laughs> they stole it from us. <laughs> you have so much... You have so much... What the fuck? Energy. How would you do like a video essay channel? Would that be like a... Is that virability though? Like, I feel like those only come out once a month, and those take forever. I think he wants to get a million within the first year. And I think the fastest way to do that is making kids content, making Let's Plays. There would be a commentary, like, a commentary channel thing. And that would just Mm -hmm. be, like, that mini game would be, like, a series of button presses. So you just have to, like, quick time it, like, B-B-Y-X-Y-Z-R-Z-L. So he just speaks right? Yeah, so he just, well, he complains about the right things or whatever so that people don't cancel him. I don't know if that's necessarily fun. No, but it's a mini game, and that's what we really need for this game is just lots and lots and lots of mini games. <laughs> okay, okay. And Nintendo's pretty good at that. They, I'm sure they can do that. Yes. All right, so are we going to figure out who our boss is for this game? Let's go do some boss fights. Sweet. If you guys don't know what boss fight is, is we have a little thing on our Patreon where you can be part of our Discord and submit us your bosses that we will introduce into every game every week. AJ, can you give me a boss? Because hmm. I have one for you. Why don't you give me one then? If you got one, <laughs> I think I have the nug right out of the gate. So, um, since we're doing this whole thing is about um, having people uh, like doing collabs and stuff like that. Yes. You know what? The other big channel that got really big, like after the release of the Sonic movie. After the release of the Sonic, so like a so, new channel that so a new, cha- really a new channel that you're actually competing with. This is the channel you're competing with the entire game, and you know what it's about. Uh oh. <laughs> this one comes to us from Raphael Mexen uh, on the Discord. An unabashedly horny Eggman. <laughs> hey, dude, E-Guys and E-Girls are the future. E-Guys and E-Girls are the future. Okay, so, <laughs> so it's Eggman is running his own cosplay. He runs a cosplay building channel where he's unabashedly horny all the time. Okay, here's the question then. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to ask really quick, how would a boss fight look in our WarioWare game? Uh, Are boss fights diss tracks? It could be like a Phoenix Wright sort of thing where you anything you do, like at the end of every month, you are going to do a fight with Eggman. And that would will be the thing that progresses the story. So you'll have 12 fights that lead up to the final okay. fight. But Eggman. what do those fights look like? Like we've done like mini game after mini game after mini game. I, what does a boss fight look like in this game? I, do you have an idea? I don't currently. Okay. My, so my the, best ex- idea would be like maybe we add in like oh, a new, oh, 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 longer, wait, 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 more wait. difficult mini game. Wait, wait, wait. I have an idea. I have okay, an idea. I have an you, idea. What do you got? So basically, the um, the boss battles at the end of every month, which would you can get a good boost in subscribers, or like the game continues even if you lose. Yeah. So like you could it'll put you ahead or above or whatever. It is an amalgamation. It's like a marathon of all of the mini games from that previous month. So each month introduces new mini games in all of their their uh, all of their respective channels, right? Okay. Yeah. So like it'll be like uh it'll be like when you do Mario and Sonic at the Olympics, you can choose like eight games to play. It'll choose eight randomly selected games that you had to have played or practiced that, and then you two will go head to head in those things. Okay. I see what you mean. Okay. But so they're then- like they're harder. There'll be like it, it could be like it randomly selects six games. One's a cooking game. One's in a, who can who can unwrap this complicated box the fastest or who can build this Ikea furniture the fastest or something like that. Okay, yeah, I'm into that. I, I also like the idea of like maybe the different bosses will have unique issues. Like mm-hmm. unique every like they'll bring variables to the game. Yeah, they'll bring variables to the games that are just there for that mm-hmm. boss fight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um 
Horny Eggman, yes, I like that idea. As a boss, this also implies the idea that it exists in a world where, like, there might Sonic, be more Sonic and Mario at the Olympics are, is canon within Waluigi. They're both way. owned by Nintendo, so they'll push for it. Sonic's not owned by Nintendo, but I mean, Sega's owned by Nintendo now. Shit, really? I believe so. Yeah, after they crashed in the '90s, they were bought by Nintendo. Because, like, they think of Nintendo all the, owns Sonic. I that think, doesn't sound right. I think Nintendo owns Sonic, bro. No, yeah, I don't think so. I think I think he does. You want to fact check this really quick? No, I don't need to fact check it. I'm like 100% sure Nintendo does not own Sonic. I'm going to fact check it, okay? Okay. Uh, oh, that's weird. Apparently nobody owns Sonic the Hedgehog. What? Yeah. Is he not owned by the Sonic the Hedgehog company? Uh, you mean Sega? No, I mean Sonic teams. Team Sonic. The Sonic team that I don't know. This, is, Sonic a, this is a rabbit hole I can't go down right now because I'm on live air. No, this is a rabbit hole I need to go down right now. I need to know who the fuck owns Sonic. Sega. <laughs> According to Wikipedia, Sega owns Sonic. Okay, but then I just saw another article that says nobody technically owns Sonic because he's in so many different things. So like there, it's like a like I think a thing that multiple people have shares in. Okay. Yeah. Sonic is his own legal power. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so I mean, like, fuck it. Like, why not? Like, they'll let's put Sonic characters. Nintendo in this game. will push for another like multi like uh, genre. I mean, a multi franchise game. Okay, so Waluigi is able to do collaborations and team up with Mario IPs. Uh huh. He's in competition with and trying to defeat the bosses, which are all nin- Sonic OP- OCs oh. or Sonic characters. So, the, so is the thing of this the bigger picture of this game is that Nintendo and Sonic are competing? They're different. They're different multi-channel networks. Yes, and yes, they're yes. They're multi-channel in, networks, and they're both competing for this. So you're always going up against like uh, the Sonic franchise characters. Yes. So one of them's Eggman. You know who's the best unboxing so, character? Um, Sonic. Because he's, he's so fast. He's the fastest at yes. it. Yes. Okay. Um, let's think about some of the other Sonic characters. I think that you... Knuckles is really good at cooking, I would say, because he's good at tenderizing the meat and like he's really fast with his hands. Shadow's the best like Let's Player. I was... No. I think he's the best music maker because he makes nothing but <laughs> Nine Inch Nails affiliated music. <laughs> He's that edgy fucker, dude. Or we can go the route of the okay, Sonic. So he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a gun channel because those are really big, too. Like where people are reviewing guns and shooting guns. <laughs> Shadow the Hedgehog is a gun channel you and he's the, profoundly edgy. You get to the Shadow the Hedgehog part and if you beat Shadow too good in that level, he shoots you with a gun. So you, <laughs> Oh my God. So you have to slow down on that boss fight and don't uh-huh. beat him too much because if you do, he's going to be very bitter about it and shoot you with a gun. I think he doesn't ever shoot you, but he'll do like the thing they did in like old cowboy movies where they'll shoot the ground. So you'll have to do a little dance that costs you time. In the challenge. Yes. Amy is the best gamer channel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that the way that that boss fight works is like she gets bonus points Uh just generally as opposed to you. So you need to be on your A game with those mini games. Oh, you know what would be really cool during the boss fights too? You treat it like amp versus amp. There's like a set amount of people watching the stream and you have to command their votes. Yes. So whoever ends up with more votes at the end of it, wins. That way, even if you lose at the minigames or whatever... You could potentially you could, still win. You could potentially still win. I don't know, maybe you add... Based like, on all sorts of like game mechanics that we'll have in the menus. Yeah, it'll be like you can add flair to certain things. Like while you're cooking, you can take... If you take more risks or something, you might score not score as many points, but you could score favors. Do you know what the best thing about having the boss fights be the Sonic the Hedgehog characters is? What? That means that every boss fight gets to have an amazing song because the Sonic the Hedgehog music fucking rules hardcore. Some sweet butt dad rock. Hell yeah, butt rock all over the place for those boss fights. All right, is there any more? Is there any more boss fights we want to try and introduce? No, I think that like having like a series of Sonic characters. I think tracks. Okay. Horny Eggman, Gamer Amy, mm-hmm. Gun Channel, Shadow. Uh, co- who's our cookie? Unboxing uh, cookie Sonic. Channels, Knuckles. Yeah, Cookie I Knuckles. Think, yeah, I think we're good, man. Uh, do we want to have a vlogger in there? Who do we think would be a really popular vlogger in the Sonic just make wheel our of own characters? Jake. Who's the most Jake Paul of the Sonic franchise characters? Either the Gator or the Bumblebee. 
I think the Gator. The Gator, the Bumblebee, and Espeon are like three like <laughs> best like... friend vloggers. You know what oh. I mean? Like, like no, 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 it, it, not like in a horrible way. I mean, like, oh, okay. like, like David Dobrik's always vlogging with his best oh, friends. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I think that, I like, can get behind, and they're always at the weird shenanigans. Yeah, the mini games are like them. Like do like their mini games are like activities like go karting or they're uh, they're out bowling or they're out like doing a, a big old laser tag battle. Yeah, or and you would like beat that. them for as like they're like the token vlogging channel you have yeah. to beat because they're three best friends that are all super kick ass. Oh my god, that's really fun. Okay, cool. Are we ready to go to patch notes? Are we selling Wario Waluigi Wear? That's our next hit game. Waluigi Wear. Yeah. All right. You'll hear about it. How long did it take for Nintendo to make the announcement about uh, about? Less than a year. So less than a year. You'll hear. You'll hear less than a year. Hear. Nintendo will steal this from. Or our they'll just hands. make another Wall- WarioWare game with unbranded. Okay, no, and, we'll t- and we'll take and we'll take credit for that too. If they do another <laughs> WarioWare game that is thematically one of their characters trying to be a YouTube star, uh huh, I'm going to build a case. <laughs> you think so? Yes. <laughs> no, they're probably not listening. It's just fun to think so, though. But if you are Nintendo. <laughs> We're watching Don't, as well. We're watching you also. <laughs> watch. Uh, we're watching you watch us. <laughs> watching goes both ways, I think. <laughs> All right, let's go to Patch Notes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. Thank you so, so much for listening to this episode again. And if you want to help us out with this show, I've got something you could do that would help us out so much. Drop the link to this episode in a group chat. L- drop it in two group chats if you really like us. If you really, really like us, drop it in three group chats. Just keep the word spreading because the best way that we can keep growing this show is by growing our audience. And the best way for us to do that is by all of you hounding each other to check us out. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah, it really does mean a lot. And it's really crazy to see, like, as of this week, we're about to hit 20,000 listens. Oh, fuck, we should talk about that. I like, think we've only been around for, like, 11 months, like, three days ago from this from us recording this episode right now. Um, we're about to hit 20K because of you guys and like that is like been we're gonna like celebrate like crazy yeah no we're we're probably gonna be talking about it in the discord and on twitter a little bit like mm-hmm. twenty thousand listens within a year is really really crazy and blake and i are still kind of figuring out where are we going <laughs> what to do with it next but we're really really excited for this journey and we're really really grateful that all of you have supported us up to this point and yeah. we want to keep going yeah also, we do kind of fan submissions to show our support for you guys. So if you guys want to see our newest episode of our fan shoutouts, check into our YouTube channel on Friday. We're going to be bobbing for apples. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to try and do some more variety show stuff to do our to do our fan shoutouts. But until then, we have been Spiritual Successor. Actually, wait. What? You got to talk to us about the music. What about the music? Isn't it like the coolest, most sweet album that nobody knows who owns it? That's right. The music that we do <laughs> as the intro and outro song is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I've been your host, AJ Hart. And I've been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made. <laughs>